Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in today to my ministry, song, scripture, and my thoughts. Today is December 12, 2023. Today's song recommendation is Your Great Name by Natalie Grant. Today we are continuing in the book of Revelation. We are on chapter 17. And I also want to talk a little bit about the first advent of Jesus Christ, our Messiah. So I will incorporate that some of that into today's message as well. So we've been reading about the judgment of the seven churches previously, right? Because we're in the book of Revelation. So first he judges the churches. And in this book, excuse me, chapter, chapter 17, he now is judging the big city, Babylon, which is a city against God. They're an evil, unfaithful church and people. Now, we don't know who or what Babylon is. It could be a city. It could be a government, um, a government power, or it could just be the, the world in, a whole, in the whole of who, who's an antichrist and who ends up siding with... Babylon, because evil is and will be before they're thrown into the lake of fire. They're at war with the bridegroom and his children. So we'll go ahead and first read. This is uh, the judgment of, the, of Babylon, the great harlot. And it's an extension of the seventh bowl judgment. And we read about the seven bowl judgments in the last chapter. So going into this message, everyone needs to make a decision where they stand. Are they with the Antichrist and the rebellious Babylon, city of Babylon, or are you standing firm in your faith in Jesus Christ and waiting for his second advent when he returns and he creates a new heaven and a new earth and we get to live with him in the new Jerusalem? It is, um, well, it's a, it's a big whopping choice. Where do you stand? In Babylon or the new Jerusalem? <clears throat> so go ahead and grab your Bibles and we'll go ahead and get started. Scarlet Woman and the Scarlet Beast. Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and talked with me, saying to me, Come, I will show you the judgment of the great harlot who sits on many waters, with whom the kings of the earth committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth were made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast, which was full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet, and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls having in her hand a golden cup full of abominations 
and the filthiness of her fornication. And on her forehead a name was written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I marveled with great amazement. Pause. So the Apostle John is marveling with great amazement at what he's seen. Can you imagine? Uh, um, and so I love, I love it that he says, and he writes, so important that he was carried away in the spirit into the wilderness. When God rescued the Israelites out of Egypt, he took them into the wilderness. And there was a lot of testing in there. And anybody over 20 except Joshua and Caleb did not make it out of the wilderness because they flunked the test of time. They did not obey the Lord and follow in his commandment. They did not follow the right leader. And when Jesus, after he was baptized, the Spirit of God, led him into the wilderness where he was tempted by Satan but of course Jesus got rid of him immediately this is what we need to do so he sees the woman sitting on a scarlet beast which is full of blasphemous names and he's got she's got seven heads and ten horns and she has a golden cup full of abominations and the filth, the filth of fornication. And, and the name Mystery Babylon the Great is on her, on her forehead that also says the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. And anybody that does not believe in Jesus and well, is an antichrist and against Jesus Christ. So they are in the ultimate prostitution, they are prostituting themselves and, and committing filthy acts against the Lord and all of his commandments. So, and this woman, oh, I keep touching my mic. I lowered it down just a little bit because I had it too close. I could really hear my, my breathing in there. I, I hope this is going to be a good quality, good enough, I should say, quality message. I'm in a different space. Um, and so anyway, I'm not going to worry about that. So John sees the woman, but and she's drunk, drunk. Can you imagine drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs? So this is the, the decision that, that lies ahead, whether it's in our lifetime or the lifetime of the, of the people we know, the children, we need to always let them know what's ahead because we don't know the second advent, the return of Jesus Christ, when he sets all things right. If we stand with him and are firm in our faith and we don't decide that we want to follow the flesh and eat food and, and things like that to survive, 
when God clearly says that it's only temporary if we if we decide to take that 666 we're we're forever separated from the Lord Jesus Christ there's no coming back from that so if you're a saint and you're a true follower of Jesus Christ and you hold fast to the end he promises everlasting life with him in the new Jerusalem but some of us there will be They'll, they'll be uh, they'll be martyred because we refuse to follow evil. That, that's you know I wish I could say it differently, but God God says this is what happens. The um, the great the the harlot Babylon is drunk with our blood with any saint that is still left on the earth that rejects. Satan will be killed, but we know that we don't die. We go directly to, to heaven, and we get to live with him, Jesus, in the New Jerusalem. Okay, so then it goes into the meaning of the woman and the beast. But the angel said to me, Why did you marvel? I will tell you the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carries her which has the seven heads and the ten horns. The beast that you saw was and is not and will ascend out of the bottomless pit and go to, go to perdition. And those who dwell on the earth will marvel, whose names are not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world. When they see the beast that was and is not and yet is, Pause. Now let's go into that just a little bit because we know that Jesus Christ was. He is the creator of all things, of heavens, the heavens and the earth. He created Satan. He created Satan. So when it says that uh, the beast that was, because he was in the beginning when God created him, and is not because he's a false Christ. He's He's an antichrist, where the Lord Jesus Christ was and is the Son of God, God Almighty himself. And so I just love it that it says here, the beast was and is not. Is not and never has been. Should <laughs> I'm just going to add that. Never has been. And then it says, is himself also the eighth. Oh, sorry. And it says, and is, and yet is, because he is in the world for a little while to weed out the rest of the people that are not written in the book of life that have completely and utterly rejected the Son of God. And it's just temporary. He is for a moment. And yet is for a moment, I should say. And yet is for a moment until... He is thrown into the lake of fire. Anybody that follows him will get thrown in with him and the false prophet and the Antichrist and Satan. So in verse 9 here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. There are also seven kings. Five have fallen, one is, and the other has not yet come. And when he comes, he must continue a short time. 
the beast that was and is not is himself also the eighth and is of the seven and is going to perdition. The ten horns which you saw are ten kings who have received no kingdom as yet, but they receive authority for one hour's kings with the beast. These are of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. These will make war with the lamb, and the lamb will overcome them, for he is lord of lords and king of kings, and those who are with him are called chosen and faithful. I love that. Let me just finish the chapter here. It's a little bit more. Then he said to me, The waters which you saw where the harlot sits are peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues. And the ten horns which you saw on the beast, these will hate the harlot, make her desolate and naked, eat her flesh and burn her with fire. For God has put it into their hearts to fulfill his purpose, to be of one mind and to give their kingdom to the beast until the words of God are fulfilled. And the woman who you saw is that great city which reigns over the kings of the earth. Pause. So, uh, verses 1 and 2, the symbol is a, a great prostit prostitute sitting on many waters. It goes on to explain that these many waters aren't waters. They are peoples, multitudes, and nations, and tongues. And let's see what else. What did I write down here? Pardon the... Uh, we see in chapter 13 of the harlot sitting on a beast. And in chapter 12, the woman, the harlot is Israel. Uh, so we've got here, it's a symbol of a rebellious people, nation. It could be a rebellious people. Uh, we don't know, uh, again, who the great city Babylon, in it, it, Babylon is. It could be Iran, Rome, the a governing power of the world. But whatever it is, it's definitely Antichrist and led by Satan. He is Antichrist and then Satan, of course, comes. Um, people see him then as well, too. And the harlot, of course, is a false religion. It's idolatry. So, um, you don't want to be part of the group that is at war with the bridegroom because that, those people, those people, the, uh, uh, let's see, the peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues, they are uh, evil, an unfaithful church and people. Again, he first, we see him judge the churches, the seven churches, and now he's judging the great lot of people that are against him. They are at war uh, with the government. So verse 5 uh, is uh, 
I wrote down verse 5. Uh, oh, I lost my place, sorry. Ah. Okay, I'll find it here in a minute. Sorry about that. So, I'm thinking the great empire of the world. We've got uh, countries that come to mind. Moscow, uh, so Russia. Um, Washington, D.C. There's a lot of corrupt in that government. There's a lot of corrupt, corruption for sure. So we really need to just be careful of who we stand with because we've got to remember Jesus Christ came as a as a baby and was conceived in the womb. He wasn't created because he already was. So he exact conception. He goes through uh, the uh, as any newborn would, uh, and not newborn, but any um, child being made in the womb. But he is a, the God, the Father is the the Father of Jesus, and he goes through that, and then he's born. And this is who, of course, we celebrate at Christmas, although some people celebrate Christmas for Christmas and not the birth of Jesus Christ. So it's important to remind everybody that Jesus Christ is why we celebrate Christmas. It's the first advent of Jesus Christ, his first coming to teach us about himself. And, this, and we wait in joyful hope for the second coming, the second advent, when he returns. And this is what the book of Revelation is revealing to us. It, a revelation is something that's going to, going to happen. And John, the apostle, he is sharing that with us in this book. And so we, we need to pick a side. Where do you stand? In Babylon, uh, living in harlotry and following... Uh, evil or trying to satisfy self by oh being so scared you're going to take the mark uh, i might have mentioned this in the last message where i feel like the covid vaccine so many people fell fell for that and i'm not saying that that is the mark 666 i'm not saying that at all but it was kind of like a test of of uh People, at one point, you remember, they had to take the mark in order to travel. They had to take the mark, I'm sorry, the COVID vaccine in order to work. So we've got to be made stronger than that. Because if if we're weak enough to have to, to take a mandated uh, vaccination, we'll you also be weak enough to take the mark of the beast in order to continue working, in order to travel, and so on and so forth. Uh, just be at the ready and be, be, uh, be asking yourself where you stand. And I hope this message reaches somebody out there that's still on the fence about, is Jesus the Son of God? He is. He is. He fulfilled all the prophecies all the way to Malachi, all the way to Malachi, when John the Baptist uh, comes right before him 
and John the Baptist is a relative of uh, Jesus because John the Baptist's mom is Elizabeth and she is of the tribe of Levi and Mary is of the tribe of Judah because when there was the census, Joseph and Mary went to go uh, get counted in the city of David. So there is the connection as where, because it was prophesied that Jesus Christ had to be a descendant of David. And there you have it. He has the blood of Mary. And she is of the tribe of Judah. The Lion of Judah. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and end there. I, I wanted to, to just get this message out. Uh, get get to thinking about um, I've been in the book of first Samuel and he was the final judge um, back in those days and I wrote down how um, I know that these messages have been a little uh, you might not agree with with what some of the things that I've said about the Israelites and they are, obviously, uh, Jesus is fond of the 12 tribes. He's, he remains loyal to the original 12 uh, descendants of um, Israel and he, because he names them and he puts their name on, I believe it's 12 gates in the New Jerusalem. But the people, the, 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 the children of these 12 tribes, they've gone a little astray, wouldn't you say? But I know that there is also a remnant, but we don't know who who these people will be. Um, uh, in First Samuel, I, I don't know the verse right off the bat, but it says, Only fear the Lord and serve Him in truth with all your heart. And then in verse 25, in, in chapter 13 in First Samuel, it says, But you are still... But you still do wickedly. You shall be swept away, both you and your king. And of course, they go back and forth, and they, they follow the Lord, but then they know that they've sinned. Um, in verse, uh, in verse uh, 13 through 11, in, in 1 Samuel chapter 11, it says, Now therefore... Here is the king whom you have chosen and whom you have desired. And take note, the Lord has set a king over you. If you fear the Lord and serve him and obey his voice and do not rebel against the commandment of the Lord, then both you and the king who reigns over you will continue following the Lord your God. And this king in 1 Samuel was uh, Saul. And then it goes on to say, however... If you do not obey the voice of the Lord, but rebel against the commandment of the Lord, that then the hand of the Lord will be against you as it was against your fathers. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and read 17. Is today not the wheat harvest? I will call the Lord and he will send thunder and rain that you may perceive and see that your wickedness is great which you have done in the sight of the Lord in asking a king for yourselves. Verse 19, And all the people said to Samuel, Pray for your servants to the Lord your God, 
that we may not die, for we had added to all our sins the evil of asking the king for ourselves. I'm going to read uh, what Samuel says in verse 20. Then Samuel said to the people, Do not fear. You have done all this wickedness, yet do not turn aside from following the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart. And do not turn aside, for then you would go after empty things which cannot profit or deliver, for they are nothing. For the Lord will not forsake his people for his great name's sake, because it has pleased the Lord to make you his people. Moreover, as for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord and cease and to pray for you. But I will teach you the good and the right way. Only fear the Lord and serve him in truth with all your heart. For consider what great things he has done for you. But if you still do wickedly, you shall be swept away, both you and your king. And in the New Testament, uh, we, we just need to be able to see from the Old Testament that Jesus Christ fulfilled the, the prophecies. If you're on the fence and you, you don't believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, please go back and listen to my messages from a year ago where I, I did a, a deep study, a deep dive into Jesus fulfilling the, prophet, the prophecies. Go, they're not of best quality. None of my messages are because I don't have a good space. I don't have a good mic. But I hope that you can overlook that and just hear the message. So, uh, or it's a series of three messages. So anyway, you can or don't have to do anything that I say, but I hope that these messages reach at least one person to the kingdom of God that will believe and be a a, a light to other to other people. So people's hearts, people's um, heart of stone can be turned into a heart of flesh and the veil can be torn because they still have, so many people still have the veil down. So many people still have the veil down, but the veil has been torn when Jesus Christ resurrected from the grave and he is coming back. So please, you don't have to... Um, do your research. And again, we may not agree on everything, and that's okay. But if we agree that at Christmas time, we are celebrating the first advent of Jesus Christ when he came to teach him to teach about himself, where he was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit in the womb. And he is not created because he is the creator, but he went through being conceived and grew in Mary's womb and she gave birth to him. That and then at 12 years old he started he started teaching about himself and then he taught himself taught about himself in his 30s and then of course he was crucified and he died and was buried and he resurrected on the third day. This is this is a celebration that we're celebrating at Christmas that he came to be born of the Virgin Mary. He is no longer a baby. He 
ascended back into heaven and sits at the right hand of God and he is coming again to judge the living and the dead. So pick a side. So before I sign off, I do want to read this. Um, if you want to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior today and begin to begin your journey of believing and having faith in Jesus Christ, uh, where he is the only one that can give you peace, his peace. You're not going to be able to find peace from anyone else. So today, say with your mouth, I confess I am a sinner in need of your forgiveness and grace. I receive you as Lord of my life. Show me how to live as your child now and forever with a peace that surpasses understanding. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. And you can find in Romans 10, 9, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. But pray, pray, and say, confess with your mouth that you are a sinner in need of your forgiveness, in need of a Savior, in need of his forgiveness and grace, and then receive him Jesus Christ as Lord of your life and then ask him how you should be living as his child not only today when you say when you when you give your life to Jesus Christ but today and forever so, so he he's teaching you and he's able to show you in which way you should walk so you are ready for him when he returns so, again, I want to apologize. This message isn't going to be probably, it will be probably a worse quality than the last messages. Uh, I hope I didn't lose anybody by my uh, interpretation of the book of Revelation. We're not going to agree on everything. We, we don't, I don't know who the ten kingdoms will be and the seven horns, but, you know, we can, we can just roughly try to figure things out and you know like I said Iran Russia uh, uh, there's uh, I, I don't want anybody to ever think that they have salvation because they're born of a certain certain um, that they descend from a certain group of people because it it's um, like I read in first Samuel he will wash people away if they don't follow his son. Because the old, the old has been crossed out now. And there's a new covenant by the blood of Jesus. Think about those things. Ponder those things. All the glory to God. Much love to all. Until next time. Bye.